If you like Bean with more of the mermaid, have you considered the possibility that Tia Beanie herself is a mermaid? Stay tuned, this theory actually checks out. Hi guys, I'm McGann, and welcome back to the Fangirl, where I am getting addicted to making disenchantment theories. And really, I find this show to be amazing because no matter how many times you rewatch it, your eyes start wandering off and you find these little hidden details that feel so important. And I recently noticed one of these details that I don't think anybody has talked about yet, but maybe it's something we need to consider. In the throne room, there is imagery of King Zog as a mermaid or merman, and I understand that that could easily be interpretive art. However, that is a very bizarre and specific thing to make a permanent part of your castle, especially in a high visibility area. Typically, a king is regarded as being very godlike, and so people might glorify his image in art, but usually not to the degree of turning them into a different creature. And it's not just in the throne room either. There's a similar picture right above Zog's bed. To make it even more strange, Bean also has a tapestry of a mermaid in her room, and yeah, that kind of looks like her too. It's also worth noting that Zog's second wife, Una, is an amphibious creature, which, hey, is kind of curious. I mean, different strokes for different folks and all, maybe he's just into that. But being able to produce Prince Derek is interesting. DNA tends to be one of those things that doesn't cooperate very well between species. That's why we don't have any cat dogs running around in real life. In fact, reproduction tends to be so selective that in real life, an Asian elephant and an African elephant can't combine to make viable offspring. You would think that two elephants put together could make another elephant, but their DNA is just so varied that it doesn't work. So putting a human and an amphibian together to make Derek is really unusual. And maybe the show is just using cartoon logic and that's certainly possible and fine if they are. However, we do see multiple people like Una, but no one else is a mixed species like Derek. So that could imply that Zog and Una are more genetically compatible than the average human-frog pairing would be. And I also think that Disenchantment has some really clever writers who could have set up Zog being a mermaid from episode one by showing us Derek. And don't try to tell me it's a cartoon, nobody thought this hard about it because you know what we see in episode one of Futurama? Oh, it's just the shadow of Nibbler knocking Fry's chair over into the cryogenic chamber and Nibbler isn't introduced until way later in the series. And we have to get even further into the series to find out that Nibbler's actually this time-traveling alien sent to save the universe. So yes, these writers are thinking about it and these kind of tidbits can be established in the very first episode. Back to Disenchantment, we also know that the Og Dynasty has a curse on it, but we don't really know what that is as of part three. Zog is really the only Og we know about, and yeah, he's kind of lackluster as a king, but I would hardly call his reign cursed. I mean, everything bad that happens to Zog seems to be a direct cause and effect issue. Like his first wife, Dagmar, trying to fulfill her debt to the underworld, or Zog getting buried alive because the Order wants him out of the picture. Sure, those are some unlucky plots against the crown, 
down. But when I think of somebody who's cursed, I see a rain cloud following them around or just spontaneous bad things happening to them. Not so much getting manipulated or misled by people you trust. Considering the only thing we really know about the Og curse is that their enemies put it on them after they lost a battle, and being that the show is hinting that those enemies were the elves, that means that the idea of a magical, body-changing curse isn't too far out there. Not to mention, Dreamland is built on a cliff right next to the ocean. And not to mention, not to mention, what is just a short boat ride away from the coast of Dreamland? Oh, Mermaid Island. So what if there were mermaids who wanted to expand their homes and tried to establish themselves in current day dreamland? I mean, it really sounds feasible enough since mermaids are shown to use the dry land too. However, there was a problem. The elves had already made their home in a cliff above the shoreline and they saw those mermaids as invaders. So a big battle breaks out, the elves end up losing, and in their bitter defeat, they curse all of the mermen to now suddenly have legs. And that would force the mermen to lose their home in the water just like the elves had lost their home in the cliff. And if you notice, Mermaid Island really lives up to their name. It is all women with no mermen in sight. Plus, Bean really had a thing for Mora the mermaid, and maybe that's because she recognizes her own kind in some subtle way. The strange part, though, is that Bean and Mora hooking up on Mermaid Island had to be a dream. Elfo did not leave Bean on the shoreline overnight. He came back after an hour or two at most. So Bean didn't go off to Mermaid Island with a concussion. She was having a prophetic dream like she's had before. Which means that Bean desire to be with a mermaid could be stemming from being being a descendant of mermaids. The map that the elves use also have something very telling. In the bottom left, there is a symbol of something that looks like an octopus, and we do know that something like that does exist right below the Dreamland Castle. It kind of seems like the thing by the shore that Derek found. Now take a closer look at Dreamland's big event hall, and there's the exact same symbol! So that has to mean that the these tapestries of mermaids aren't just random art. It means something. It's telling a story even if everybody's forgotten it. So between the strange dream with Mora, the Og curse, and Prince Derek being able to genetically exist, I think that there's a fair case to be had that the Og dynasty used to be merfolk. It might not be reality, but theories are more fun. Sucks to be you. I know it's true. Sucks to be you. I know, I know. Well, family members, we're almost done, but I want to invite you to hang out with me in some other places. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as my own personal self, and I have a Facebook page too, but I mostly just post photos over there. And sometimes people say, hey, McGann, I want to mail you something. How do I do that? Easy. Just click the About tab on my channel page, and my most current P.O. Box info will be right there. I also run another channel, The Family. It's 
really a hodgepodge channel where we might post anything. Oh yeah, and I also sell shirts and stickers and stuff with the family and the fangirl logos. If that is your cup of tea, I have a link in every description of every video. Finally, if you want to help out the fangirl channel and make sure I'm putting out video essays for years to come, the best way you can help is by subscribing and watching more of my videos, whether they're new, old, whatever. Maybe even share one or two on social media, help spread the word. People who watch to the end of videos like you helps to tell the site, hey, this is a good video. We should recommend it to other people. So if you made it this far, leave me a comment of something like, hey, I made it to the end. Love ya. See you next time, family members.